Welcome to the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. Your hosts are Justin Breen, Evan Ryan, and I'm Bill Bloom. This show is for high-level entrepreneurs and for those who want to learn to live their most epic lives. Please subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for more incredible conversations about living epic lives because we could all do that. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and thank you so much for being part of the show. Welcome back to Three Guys with Epic Lives. We have Justin Breen, Evan Ryan. I am Bill Bloom. And today, Justin Breen read a great book by one of our mentors, friends, Mr. Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach. He is a legend in his own right. And Justin, tell us about the book. Yeah, um, I was talking to Pete Kofod. Uh, he's a fellow uh, Strategic Coach 10X member. And he's like, have you read The Great Crossover? I go, what's The Great Crossover? Because it's one of Dan's, if not Dan's first book. I'm like, oh, he's like, if you can find it anywhere, get it. And so I was able to find it. It's a used copy with it's hilarious because there's a note in it from someone wishing someone else happy holidays. And then somehow it got here. But um, it was written in 1994 and, and republished in 97. And it's a quick, just quick hit, boom, 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 quick hit book, which I like those. And it was amazing to me. I'll just read some of the chapters. I'll read some of the chapters titles. But <clears throat> it's amazing to me how much of this uh, is true and, and is still true. But it's basically about personal confidence in the age of the microchip, how like the microchip is going to evolve society. Okay. So strategy one, make the two entrepreneurial decisions and never look back. Strategy two, get away from bureaucracies as fast as you can. Uh, strategy four, let the new technology come to you. Strategy five, give children an entrepreneurial attitude. Strategy six, decide to be happy right now and live with it. Strategy seven, choose creativity and stop complaining. Strategy nine, focus on habits and forget about discipline. Strategy 10, focus on your strengths and delegate your weaknesses. And it just like goes on and on. it's like, it was like reading like a genius before they became known, like they was known as a, a genius in certain circles before being known as like a type of global genius. And like visit mountains, forests, deserts, and oceans, increase your free days to multiply productivity, eat, sleep, exercise, and meditate. I mean, it was like, it was amazing to me. They plan your life in three-year quantum leaps. I thought you would like that one, Evan. And you too, Bill, because you're so futuristic. But it's like everything in there, I was talking to Bab Smith, or she was commenting on a Facebook post I did about it. And she's like, everything in there is true, except the New York Times is no longer uh, king. <laughs> everything else holds true. Because she's a co-author in it as well. She's a co-author. So I, that was interesting, too, that she was a co-author in the book. I didn't know she did a book with Dan. That list looks like it's strategic coach, like in the, in the past, like looking into their own future. Yeah, that's what it is. It was it, amazing. <laughs> it's like find other people to do the things you want, like who, not how. That was who, not how in the making. I know. It was who, not how, 1994. That's what, and um, you were in elementary school then? Or no, you were in, I was nine. You were in, 
You were nine. Yeah, you were in elementary school then. And Evan was not born, I don't think. I don't think he was. Was he? 22? Yeah, you were almost born. When in 94? I, uh, yeah, because you were... I don't know the answer. I'm October of, um, I October of 94. So my guess is I was not born yet. I can look it up. Hold on. Aid fact finder coming in now. Um, and then I was in high school. Um, um, so that's, and it was like, this is um, Jan- January 1st, 1994. Sorry, Evan. You were, that's interesting that it came out January 1st, 1994. Why would you publish a book January 1st? That's interesting. I don't, know, I don't think they had their sales and marketing died, dialed in at the time. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's a fascinating thing. And um, and then right, what you said, Bill, about the list. And then the other thing is if you write it down, if you write it down, then it's amazing what actually happens when you, when you do pen to paper. Um, it really cements it. And then it's just been like a guide. It's been a guide, I think, for everything else, almost like a foundational thing, almost like a purpose. And and Pete Kofod was like, you have to read this because all the other books are great. But he's like, this is the best one. Can you can you repeat some of those chapter titles for me? Yeah. Okay. Make the two entrepreneurial decisions and never look back. Would you like to know what those two decisions are, by the way? I can find them real quick. Uh, decision one, to depend entirely on your, on your own abilities for your financial security. Decision two, to expect opportunity only by creating value for others first. Okay, that's there we go. Get away from bureaucracies as fast as you can. Uh, let the new technology come to you, choose creativity and stop complaining, focus on habits and forget about discipline, focus on progress and forget about perfection, focus on your strengths and delegate your weaknesses. This is another good one. Improve your mastery of the English language because it's like the whole world's English. You know, besides that last one, one of the things that's interesting is how those still apply today, you know, almost 30 years later. But they also applied 30 years prior in 1964. And they applied 30 years prior to that in 1934 and 30 years prior to that in 1904, all the way back. I mean, even in the post-Civil War reconstruction, you could see the like the John Rockefellers and the Andrew Carnegie's that were kind of adopting similar mindsets towards the way that they built their lives. And I think it says a lot about timeless principles. Here's here's one here's one uh, that was definitely newer age. Team up and prosper with female entrepreneurs. That was an interesting one, and obviously that had to be a personal thing because of his relationship with Babs. Decide how long you're going to live and plan backwards. That's what we were talking about in one of our shows about the writing your own uh, eulogy. Yeah, it's so true. You should go back and listen to that episode. That was a great one. Yeah, but he in this, he didn't mention the eulogy. And I didn't, obviously, when we wrote that. But increase your free days to multiply productivity. Uh, here you go. I have an eat, sleep, exercise, and meditate. So meditate for sure. And then this is where ask everybody you meet the 
three-year question. I think that's the, if we were to meet three years from today, what would need to have happened personally and professionally for you to be happy with your success? So I, I don't know if that's the first time it was ever mentioned, but it was all like, done. <laughs> it's like, if you ever need to read one thing, <laughs> here you go. Here you go. So that's like a strategic a coach in a book. Yeah. And one in, um, very short, very short. Like there's, it's not even 150 pages, maybe. I'm fascinated about the progress, not perfection piece. Like how that was so pertinent for them. So cool. Well, I mean, I think that's the, you know, a gap issue with every, you know, the, you know, that it has to be great beyond great and perfect almost um, as opposed to looking back and be like, wow, where, where have you come from? And that goes, that goes to print the P R I N T. Um, the one that always puzzles me, it always puzzles me with print is the, the one where everything needs to be perfect and right print by the way is unconscious motivators. So the, the one prints, it's pretty rare in coach, but it does happen. So you see it with like maybe attorneys, entrepreneurs who happen to be attorneys or like engineering backgrounds or um, those are, are med, uh, medical uh, healthcare. Cause you do want, you do want healthcare to be, <laughs> you want to make sure you do that surgery, right. For sure. But are perfect. But that's the one that always puzzled me in entrepreneurship. Cause it's like, it's, it's really hard for everything, if not impossible for everything to be perfect and right. I mean, that's kind of almost the opposite of entrepreneurship. I mean, it's really about taking action and making progress and growing every day. I think that list incorporates all that just to take action, especially the whole progress, not perfection piece. Well, the one too is, um, this was funny. This was funny. Maybe Dan, because he's late seventies now, maybe, maybe he still would say this, but choose creativity and stop complaining. Stop. Compl <laughs> it's a little more uh, direct. That's interesting. <laughs> he might say that more now than ever. Maybe he will. <laughs> you know, Dr. Jeff Spencer, um, he's a, he's an eight, eight, Colby in the middle. He's an eight quick start and eight follow through, which is, that is, I mean, that is, that's just, I mean, that is like unbelievable. Bill, maybe you want to talk more about it, but he, um, so he classifies uh, like people in decades into decades and like, you know, forties about the forties are about like growing and making income or something like that. And then the seventies, I think it was the seventies is like, uh, you know, get off, get off my lawn, you know, get, get to the point. I don't have time to waste with this nonsense. And, um, and he's an eight, eight print, which is, he's a, not an eight, eight print, excuse me. He's a eight, eight Colby in the middle. So he's an eight quick start with an eight follow through. So that's like the ultimate hit the gas and pump the brakes. And it's, I really feel like I should be in my late seventies, early eighties. Cause my dad was 61 when I was born. 
the honor six if he was alive he was born in 1916 so like i understand the let's go to work let's get stuff done don't waste my time with nonsense uh with the 40s the 40s like let's build companies let's make income and then with a child like mindset of like a five-year-old like a five and i think we all have that type of childlike mindset as well. Yeah, Jess Spencer is just the most incredible human being, truly one of the most incredible human beings I've ever met in my life. Um, from a no-nonsense standpoint, he's your typical self-starter. I mean, he told me stories when it would be five o'clock in the morning and he would go take the baseball bat and the ball go into the street and just go hit the ball because he was going there. You know, he became an Olympian that way at a, such a young age that eight, eight is a big determining factor. Okay. Go do it and get it done and get it done. Right. And a big part of our conversation today is all about that. I think the book is all about that too, is figuring out who can help you to create, keep, the kids having that entrepreneurial mindset to go out and create and teach them young that you don't have to go work at a company. You don't have to work for the same place for 40 years and get the gold watch and all that stuff. Those days are dead. So yeah, that's, that's just a fascinating book, really a fascinating book. The best part of being an entrepreneur uh, the best part by far is that my sons who are nine and seven get to see that this world even exists. Um, and not business owner world, not consultant world, not get your gold watch world, um, real, like collaborative global thinking world. And to have these conversations with them, they've already done their Colby's. They're both nine quick starts like Evan, both, lower quick starts like Evan. <laughs> actually Evan you're three two nine five right aren't you three two nine five I think you are or two three yeah. nine five. see three, my two. nine-year-old okay three yeah my nine-year-old is a three two nine six so he's a little Evan he's a little Evan and um and that's the best part by far um so giving them that attitude and here's the other thing interesting thing with that they will they will, I know this, they will um, quickly find out that having these conversations with other children their age will most likely be a one-way conversation unless they find other kids who have uh, entrepreneurial foundations. And then I'm guessing they'll, they'll find those people as time goes on. They'll, the foundation that's being laid now, much like this book, where the foundation was laid in 1994 or 1997, it's, it's created the foundation for the next 25 years. It's actually the same thing. It's creating a foundation for your children or for your company or, or family or relationship. It's, it's the same thing. Well, think about the power of teaching a kid about Colby, about how their brain works and what they're good at. I think that's a game changer, a huge one. <laughs> we <see laughs> so in Illinois, Bill and I are both in Illinois, 
Evan, I don't know if they do this in Ohio or Morocco or Italy or so in Illinois, they'll have customized plates where it's four numbers. So there'll be like a, there'll be like a, a two, two, eight, seven. That'll be like somebody's license plate. They're like, Oh man, look at that Colby. And then my kids will look at that license plate. Like, Oh wow, look at that Colby. That would be that. So that's like, that's what we talk about. Like I can't tell. And now my wife gets incredibly annoyed with it, by the way, her eight, seven, four, two gets very annoyed with these conversations, but, but she gives them the balance and the empathy and the love and the, and the humanistic thing. So it's, it's good to have both. It's good to have both for sure. But you're right, Bill. I mean, having that, you know, simplifier versus multiplier, um, celebrating wins, um, going for it, stop complaining and taking chances. Like that's, it's just such a gift to be able to give that to them. And then Evan, you're literally a product of that from your family. You're a product of that from your family and aunts and uncles and other family members. I mean, you're the embodiment of that in late twenties form. I stunned Evan with that compliment. You did. I mean, I think it's accurate. I don't, I don't have too much to say other than I think, you know, I don't have, I don't have any kids, but I think the psychological benefits that would come from just teaching a kid that it's okay to be good thing, good at things and not at other things and just Mm -hmm. quadruple down on the things that you're good at because other people are good at the things that you're not good at and you don't have to compete on every level. Mm-hmm. is just absolutely enormous i think i think everything that you've said is is great i was doing a podcast um he's in coach his name's warren or he was in coach maybe he still is um i can look that up his name's warren barry he's up in canada great guy great guy and um and he's like a pioneer colby he's like a three two eight seven or something like that um, but then his daughter, she's 21. We spent most of the podcast talking about his daughter because she's a nine quick start with a one follow through, but he's known that he's known that about her for most of her life, meaning like, you know, from like age 10 on. And he was like, he was like, uh, it enabled me to create bumpers for her. Um, so she'd stay She'd be, so she'd be able to quadruple down on something, but just think about all the kids, all the young adults who have no idea what's going on because they have no one to give them those bumpers or even explain to them what's going on. So they, I mean, I would say the majority of people go through their whole lives, not even knowing, you know, how their brain actually works. I would say most people never figure it out. They just don't. They're just kind of lost because there's no bumpers or no ability to quadruple down on anything. I think it's super valuable to get a vocabulary for how your brain works and to give you the opportunity to see it for, you know, the strengths that it has and just flat out accept it. When did you accept your brain for how it worked out? High school? Uh, I I don't really know. I've always been somebody who who knew what he wanted. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I'm like a hard headed 
kind of person. It's like, I want this and I'm going to do anything that I can to get it. Um, but I've always had, I think, a, a deep sense of self-awareness of what I like, what I don't like, what I want, what I don't want. So I, I don't really know the answer to it, but I, I think, I mean, I remember myself being the way that I am in grade school, like mm-hmm. second grade, third grade. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever done your IQ. I, if you ever did, I'd love to know your score. It'd be really interesting. Bill, I don't think you've done it. I don't think you have. <clears throat> but, you know, no. people like us, we're just kind of, if, if we don't have that self-awareness or someone guides us along the way, I mean, it can be so damaging, but the, the reversal or the opposite of that is because we have the awareness, we can create all these amazing things because of it. And it's just such a gift to be able to do that and then pass it on for, I, I don't look at this as, as chip my children. I look at this as their children and their children's children and their children is just giving them, you know, generational awareness of that. We're definitely sure. going to implement that for our kiddos, without a doubt, just like you did, Justin. I think the Colby? The Colby. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how it should change how you teach kids too, like how they interact, how they learn. I mean, the system right now doesn't work as it is. So I think there's a huge opportunity to change that. The system isn't designed for people like us. <laughs> it's, not, it's just not. Um, it's certainly not designed for my, my oldest. <laughs> which and he's doing a good job in it he's doing a good job navigating it but um you know i i'm just very grateful that that we can we can have these discussions with our children and and then or our friends and our family yeah yeah yeah. well we're gonna wrap up this episode of the three guys with epic lives podcasting fun and talking about life in general and uh, all the fun things that are going on in our lives so justin breen evan ryan bill bloom Come back every Tuesday for more epicness. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Three Guys with Epic Lives podcast. We are truly grateful for you listening. And please make sure you subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting channel. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family all over your social media. And again, we're very grateful to have you as a listener on our show.